Hoops Capital World. We love you out there. Thanks for all your feedback on our last episode, which was our first episode of the Rebooted Hoops Capital Podcast, brought to you by Harley Norman and our great friends at Rode and all their equipment, which make us sound so good. So thank you to you and welcome back. And welcome to my colleague, Geordie. How are you going, mate? I'm good. It's good to be back. We moved off the couch. We that, was a, that was a short-lived uh, experiment we there did. on the couch. <laughs> thank God. Um, but it's good to be in... And chairs here, we got the arms, it's all it's all looking very professional. And look, we've really upgraded this week. We've got a proper guest. I know, last the last week was we got something. the great man Denzel Valentine. Welcome, Denzel. Hey, man, glad to be here. Glad to be here. Good to have you in the Hoops Capital Podcast studio, mate. Yes, sir. Very extensive. This is not your first studio, I take it. No, no, I've been in a couple of studios before. Mm. Um mm. yeah. So gonna have some fun. Photographer. Cool. <laughs> well, we gotta talk about the week. But before we do that, a few things, Zell. What we have here is we have envelopes in front of us. Mm-hmm. You have to choose one, and we, we work through that, and you tell us about what's in there. We'll get to that later. Okay. Let's just wrap up the weekend, if I may. <laughs> so, you know, put it, put it here us. we are Tuesday, the Tuesday after the Sunday, and on the Ooh. Saturday, little trip to Queensland. Um, anyway, we won't talk too much about that. <laughs> Good for the experience. Is that that's called Queensland in Cairns? Yes, it yeah. is. It's called Queensland. Oh, okay, okay, yes. okay. We don't have many states, but that's one yeah. of them. Queensland. Okay. It's like you. a combination of Texas and Florida all rolled into one big giant bag, I'd say. Mm. How's that grab you? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. I thought it was just, I didn't even know what it was. The people <laughs> are a little different than Texas and Florida would be my guess. Well, the deep north is where you <laughs> refer to it. But uh, no, hats off to them. Cairns got us, and uh, that was a, another day in paradise for us. And uh, mm. luckily, I didn't go up; otherwise, mm. I was having conniptions at home. So you can it, imagine what you're it dressed like. ready to be up in Queensland. Well, I wanted to bring out the gear today. You know, like <laughs> the threads are out. You know, this is my latest range. This is from the 2024 range of Hoops Capital merchandise. Is one off? Thank you to our, one of our great friends uh, that's involved with the club. She provides a few pieces of merch every year for me. They're one offs. There's been a lot of demand for the for the uh, right. I was going to ask if there was more demand than one off. Yeah, I think so. There's a bit of demand <laughs> out there, but I don't know. But um, I like the one off element. I like the one off King Gong hat. Yeah, Batman. Yeah, like yeah. This the... isn't a one off. This is from a Halloween shop. Right. Okay. In the States. Right. Yeah. And but, no uh, cap for you today, Zell. What's going on there? You didn't rock, rock the uh, No, I'm letting the, the curls rock out, man. There you go. Letting the curls rock out. You got it. You got it. <laughs> well, Xavier wears the wears the man bun because yeah. it's all curly up there. So. Yes. Yeah, he has good hair. Has Have good you, hair. And do you do the braids? You go there much? Uh, I tried braids back in 2019. It's just not. It's not my look. You remember really the year there. and everything. So it must have been a big. <laughs> it was a big decision. <laughs> you know, you just you, you know you know the it year works was for 2019. You. Yeah, it <laughs> was braided. I was like, yeah, can't do the braids. So, mate, tell us about you. Um, where'd you grow up? Uh, I grew up in uh, Lansing, Michigan. Um, mm-hmm. Back in the U.S. and uh, yeah, it's a small small town. It's the capital of capital of Michigan. Right. Um, yeah. So brothers, yeah. sisters, what's the deal? Yeah, um, I got an older brother. Um, he's uh, like 31, 32, just older, like two years older than me. Um, um, but he's a coach at Chicago Loyola and now head coach. Right. For a, for a Division one college back in the states. So he at hooped 32. a little bit coming up as well, right? Yeah, yeah. He hooped at um, Oakland University. He was uh, hoop division one, and then he was uh, from there. He uh, was our grad assistant at Michigan State from my my sophomore year and junior year, and then uh, 
got a coaching job, and next thing you know, they went to the Final Four in 2018. And then wow. enough about him, though. How was it having <laughs> him as a as a grad assistant? He, was he a conduit between the players and the coaches, or was he one of the boys? Nah, he was like he was like perfect. I don't know how he did it, um, cause like he kept it professional. Like the coaches respected him, but also he was like cool enough to hang out with the guys and and be like a part of the team a little bit. So, but like I give a lot of credit to him and my success in basketball because he kind of was the the bridge between um, me and Coach Zo. Like I understood him more, and Coach Zo understood me more because he was always in the office talking to Drew about me and stuff like that, so. You have uh, Tom Izzo, one of the most famous NCAA coaches of all time. Yeah. He uh, is probably also good for a funny story, would be my guess. Yeah. He's got some uh, some screws loose maybe, but yeah. <laughs> what well, you, you got for screw loose to be a coach. No, nah, for right. sure, you got <laughs> a little to. little crazy. You got to be a little crazy. A little yeah, because, yeah, like, he's, he's just super passionate. Um and, you know, he grew up in the Upper Peninsula, which is like... A Upa. Yeah, he's an Upa. Oof. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. For those that aren't familiar, Upa's like at the top peninsula of, of um, Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. And it's all, like, it's all like way into Canada type of thing. Way right? into Canada. Yeah, yeah. And it's nothing... Another but, breed up there. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, it's nothing up there. It's just straight cold, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, you got a five, five, six, you know, guy from, from the UP, you know, with... He played – he was a walk-on at Division Two school. And then, you know, he gets a job at Michigan State and basically a grad assistant at that time. So he basically just came from nothing, and nobody believed in him. So you got to be crazy to, mm. to be successful, I feel like. You know what mm. I'm saying? So mm. he just believed in himself, and he stands on what he believes in. And, um, you know, that's why he's a Hall of Famer now. Wow. So, yeah. Incredible run. Yeah, incredible should we, run. Should we crack open a little icy all right, here? Let's go to the icebreaker. Let's get the oh, now we've done all the formalities. Let's get the envelope open. Let's do it. Yeah. One to ten. One to ten. And I tell you what, Jalen last week pulled out envelope four. So we're gonna take envelope Bennett. four out. We'll get rid of that. I'm gonna do uh pick a number. I'm gonna do uh lucky number seven. Seven. Lucky Ooh. number seven. Is that like snake eyes or something? Yeah. Seven, whatever. Here we go. Yeah. Seven, what do you got? <laughs> What's in the envelope? <laughs> Tell us about your first kiss. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, now, hang on. <laughs> All right, we, you have a pass. You can, you can claim a hall pass and move on from that one if you want to go to another I number. Just, what was it? It was in the seventh. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. It was like. Back when I was young, like 12, 13 years old. Tough. Yeah. Middle school vibes right. in the at the park. At the park? Mm-hmm. A girl you named Jordy? Jennifer. Where'd you, go? Where'd you, Jordy? We miss you, Shout Jennifer. Out Jennifer. What were you doing? Were you like on the you swings? Know, wasn't I, Jennifer? Oh, no, uh, nah, it was just like, it was just one of those. We were at the park playing, and next thing you know, we just. What were you doing? We was playing basketball. Slippery dip? <laughs> What's that? Bowling Alice. <laughs> Uh, That's it. Just it, we had them randomly. You didn't, like, you didn't know each other. No, nah, we knew each other. Like we had kind of like a little, like a little group that we've been hanging out with. Right. Um, like when we like when we were young. Yeah. We just at the park playing basketball. It was a couple of girls, a couple of guys. Next thing you know, we go over to the side of the school, and then <laughs> it, happens, it just happened. Yeah, magic happens. Man. Yeah, well, magic we've got happened. her on the phone. The magic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
Yeah. Jordy? No, you're going to have to go. I have to go. I you have to rack. think, do you? Yeah. Jeez. I don't know if I've kissed someone before. I think it was about, <laughs> I want to say, I want. we had a birth, it was a party at my house and I was about, I don't know, grade seven or something like that. And, and I think that we were playing spin the bottle or something like that. Spin the I think bottle. that was about it. It was about a, a surefire. Nothing in it. Spin the really, bottle. In it, you know? Don't get it done. I think we were playing Beach Boys records and feeling good about life. But, That's um, lit. Beach I don't boys. know how that, uh, that's hard to, I'm really digging into the deepest recesses of my mind for that one. But I'd say that's the first time around, yeah, for sure, for sure. Do you remember her name? Uh, well, I remember my first crush. Nice. Uh, it was a girl called Cindy Stevens. Cindy Stevens. Shout out Cindy Stevens. Shout out to Cindy Stevens. <laughs> we, had our, we had our 50th anniversary of our primary school, like our... Like they a, do those? Yeah. Of what school? Like, uh, what you'd call elementary. it uh, elementary, uh, elementary okay. school. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, yeah, we had the 50th anniversary. Apparently, she wasn't there, but apparently Cindy's running around somewhere. So, shout out to Cindy. My first crush was uh, Rachel McAdams. I see. You went high. Yeah. <laughs> Shot for the stars. Did you know her personally or just Never, on TV? No. Weird. That Never met strange. her. Who was this? Rachel McAdams. 2004. Like, pretty peak then, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. It was Just Google do it on your own time, maybe. Okay. Yeah, get okay. to it. Yeah, yeah. Get to it. Nah, that's yeah. cool. I think my first kiss was uh, some park action as well, man. Some park action? Yeah. I'm telling you, that's the perfect place. What was wrong with my life? How did I <laughs> not get onto this scam? The park's pretty dope, man. You yeah. just run around exercising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got exercise. Sounds like a game of basketball. <laughs> And we're back, Hoops Capital, brought to you by Harvey Norman and powered by Road here with Denzel Valentine. And we want to talk a little bit of your basketball journey. Yes, sir. Kind of go back to the start, you know. I know I was at the park first and foremost. <laughs> but beyond there, how did it how did it evolve? Um, yeah, so I pretty much played for my dad all my life, um, growing up. And then uh um he got a job at a, a school in Lansing. Um, called Lansing Sexton. That's where I went to high school at. Um, Is it a tough school? Yeah, it's a it's a like an inner city school. Yeah. Um, like, what you mean tough? Like, like you know, like, yeah, ac like academics. Yeah, just don't mess around. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. We uh, for sure. It was a it was an inner city school in Lansing. Um, um, yeah. It was. It's not like a super big school. We were class B. It's like in Michigan, it's class A, B, C, D. So we were like B. Um, and that's just size. Yeah, body. it's like it was like eight hundred kids. Oh, okay. Eight hundred kids. Um, uh, yeah, so went there, um, played for my dad. Um, played as a freshman with my brother. Uh, ended up getting hurt that year, and then um, the next year we came back, uh, made it to the state championship, lost, and but then ended up winning two two state championships back to back my junior senior year. And then uh, from that from that point, you know, committed to Michigan State in my sophomore year. Um, so got that out the way and then, you know, went to Michigan State, um, played there four years, um, had a pretty good time there. You know what I'm saying? And Did you, were you always going to Michigan State? Did you look at other colleges? Um, so getting recruited actually um, in high school, they didn't recruit me at first. They were recruiting everybody else, and that kind of, like, drove me. Like, it was kind of pissed really? me off because my dad played there right. in the 80s, and we were, had been going to Michigan State games my whole life, and I wanted to go there, but they didn't recruit me at that time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we had a meeting with Coach Izzo and the staff, 
and they were just like basically like you're not good enough type type of deal like right before the AU season my sophomore year and then had a good summer and then I ended up getting offered but before then I didn't really want to go there like that well, look at what was on the yeah what was on the table um so actually Michigan our rival, they Ooh. recruited me really hard. Right. Um, and that was actually my second school um, that I was going to go to. Um, but it was them, um, Wisconsin, Georgetown, and, like, Oakland, where my brother went. How does it being near your hometown play into it? Is that something that you at, wanted to get college. away? Yeah. yeah. Did you did you want to stay close? Um, I didn't I, – you know what? I didn't really, like – I didn't really – it wasn't, like, the closeness that – necessarily played a factor in it it was just it was just like Michigan State like I had been like watching that basketball all my life my dad right. went there so it was like those those like players during like the Mateen Cleves like Shannon Brown um uh Kalen Lucas like the Draymonds like those guys were like rock stars right. to me in my eyes like going there going to the locker room seeing how they move I'll go to the open gym see how they work out and then Coach Izzo was like God around there Everything he said was like, you know, whatever. So it was just more of a, like a, dang, I want to be a part of that rather than like the closeness of it. Mm. But it was also good that I, my parents and I lived only 15 minutes away. So you so. stayed at home? You didn't stay in college? Nah, hell no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't wait to get out of my, my parents' crib. <laughs> I got, <laughs> I think school ended with like in May, I moved in like the, the, to the dorms like two weeks earlier. I couldn't right. wait to leave. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had my bags packed. It'd be awkward if you, you, your parents live 15 minutes from the campus and if you move five minutes further away. Yeah. Like you've been living 20 minutes away from the campus nah. but you live with mates or something like that. Yeah. No, nah, I moved there and I would just go, I would go home like every weekend uh, just like get a home cooked meal and kind of like reset because yeah. there's like two different worlds like Lansing, it's like a city and then East Lansing, it's just like a college town. Right. So it was. Good balance, good balance. What makes Lansing and East Lansing? Is it a river or something or a railway line or something like that? Um, No, nah, it's just uh, – so basically, like, Lansing is, like, a town itself and then East Lansing. It's it's kind of like a, a suburb of Lansing. Mm. But within East Lansing, it's Michigan State. And, you know, you got the whole campus. And I think it was, like, fifty or 60,000 students. So yeah. pretty big. And, like, my dad used to be like, yo, like, once you – once you go to East Lansing and you're part of Michigan State, like, you're going to see it's a whole different world. So, but I didn't believe him growing up. I'm like, yeah, it's in the same town. You can get right. to, like, East Lansing and Lansing in five minutes. But going there, it was just, like, literally, like, a separate town. So it was cool. Right. You mentioned Draymond before. Mm-hmm. In basketball, the idea of a, a mentor and someone who's kind of paved the way before is, like, just invaluable. He's someone I know that you're still close with. How is someone like him or just that Michigan State alumni in general mm -hmm. helped, you know, make that leap from college to the pros? Yeah, no, I, I like I credit a lot of my success and a lot of stuff that I experienced to Draymond. Like my um so going going to the open gyms when I was in high school, like he was one of the main ones that believed in me, like like, the other guys were kind of just like, you know, I'm a young kid walking in there, like, they're just like, oh, what's up? Like, you know, but Draymond was like, yo, like, you need to work on this, this, and this. Or, like, when you come here, you need to show this X, Y, and Z. So, like, 
So uh, what's the context of that? Draymond was then playing in the NBA or he is No, nah, so he, he was in college then? Yeah, he's like four years older than me. So right. once I came in, he left. But okay. during high school, like freshman and senior year, right. that was his years. Yeah. So I was getting older watching Draymond and, and seeing him, you know, grow or whatever. But um but like yeah, no. So once he got drafted to Golden State and I got to Michigan State, he came back, I think. Yeah, going into my sophomore year and then came back going into my junior year. He spent the whole summer with us. Right. And, you know, he's in the NBA, making millions yeah. of dollars, living the NBA lifestyle, but he chose to come back to Michigan State and kind of share his knowledge with us, show us how to work hard, and, you know, just wanted to vibe with us because he wanted to see us, like, see us make it and, and, and experience the same stuff like he, he's going through. So, you know, he came back and, you know, we would wake up at 6 a.m., we would work out, you know, he would hang out with us. We would go to Detroit. We would go to Grand Rapids or – um, you know, he'll come over, he'll, he bought us our TV when we moved in, like, <laughs> just, like, out of nowhere, like, he used to, like, give us money, he we used to go out to eat, and he used to, like, buy us food, like, so a lot of, a lot of stuff that, that he didn't have to do, he did it for us, and, you know, I appreciate him for that, for sure. And now he's, I mean, it's not a particularly close yeah. connection, but him and Bogues obviously played together for yeah. quite a long time, so it's not like he's... Not heard of the Sydney Kings before. Mm-hmm. Nah, yeah. Once once I signed here, I seen him comment on the Instagram or something like that, and and he texts me congratulations and everything. So we still talk frequently. Yeah. How did you find getting off the plane in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's crazy because I heard a lot of good things about Sydney and Australia, but you know you don't really notice it until you get here. Mm-hmm. You know. I, I thought I thought he was I thought my agent and everybody like that was saying like Sydney was good was lying. <laughs> so like actually like coming here and you know seeing the city and and kind of you know experiencing the things that Sydney has to offer I I really love it. Yeah. What stood out to you so far? Um, the, I like Barangaroo, like the downtown area. Like I just like how it looks like the like the little dock and then they got the boats with the. With the buildings behind all the restaurants right there and it's adjacent casino. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> adjacent casino. Yeah. Nah, it's it's cool. Sydney, Sydney has a lot of cool places. Yeah, like it's Sydney's the sort of city that if you love it, it'll love you back. Mm. If you hate it, it'll hate you back. So yeah. you kind of you're either gonna you can ride the pony or you can't. You'll get stuck you in know? more traffic, it'll yeah. rain harder. Nah, for <laughs> sure. That's that's why I, I'm like when I got here, I'm like, man, I'm just gonna experience it and soak it all in. Mm. Um, just why not, you know? Not a lot of swimming, even though you're living on the lakes in Michigan, is there? Pretty, <laughs> uh, pretty that water. I know how to swim. I didn't say that you didn't know oh. how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying the water's cold. Yeah, I think yeah, you beat yeah, Jalen. Yeah. I don't think Jalen's oh, okay. the, I think Jalen's all right on the sand. I don't know how he goes in the water, though. Uh, I'll go in the ocean, but I'm not a huge <laughs> get-in-the-ocean guy. Because of sharks? He doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> I just was like, man, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I was never worried about sharks. I worry about sharks now. For real? Oh, yeah. Why is yeah. that? I think it's because they're out there, man. They're like, they're, this stuff goes down. And they're hungry. They, they're, they're, they're like, hungry. I got no issues. It's their ocean. We're swimming in their house. You know? Right. That's like, what I'm saying. That's I ain't cool. trying I'm not true. fighting you. I'm, I'm not, not fighting <laughs> you, but I'm going, you know That what? Bronte Beach Day we did was the guys, I'm mad who, wouldn't I missed that. In, the guys who wouldn't get in the water just. Um, there's sharks. And yeah. we're at Bronte Beach. 
Yeah, well, there are sharks there. You know up that, to, don't up you? to the knees. Yeah, of course. But but oh, they didn't get, want to go any deeper. Yeah, no, they didn't want to get in. Oh, you got to get out. Full deep. stop. <laughs> yeah, you got to you got to you got to be smeared in you know whale fat. You know to sort of man, make get, yourself tasty. Man, I get in, but I ain't, I ain't gonna go swimming in there. Yeah, you go, go looking for trouble. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we were young, used to do it, but no, I wouldn't do it now. I wouldn't go. I, I've done ocean swims, you know, like oh, I couldn't. But they're, they're close to shore races, ocean swim races, but not these people that swim off Bondi. They go out towards around the corner. You go, what? What are you doing out there? You Longley know? wanted to when I broke my foot. Part of my rehab, he wanted to do a Bronte to Bondi Did swim he? around really? the headland. Okay. And I was pretty lukewarm on the idea. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, we'll be able to do it. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And that guy got cut in half by a shark in Little Bay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, he got. He <laughs> I'm got, already too scared to look down half. into the ocean. Yeah. And then it was like. No, it was pretty bad. Yeah, Y'all just, ever seen a shark? Like. Like going, um, like going out to the beach and be like, oh, shit, that's a not shark. Not the beach. I've done some scuba. I've seen, I, I've seen some dolphins and stuff, but I, no, I can't say I've seen a shark and then gone, oh, that's a shark run away or anything uh, like, or swim away or anything like that. But I've, they're there, they're there, they're lurking, they're gonna eat you. Yeah. yeah My place down the coast, it. there's a yeah, shark, cool. there's a shark um, beta, like a net thing off the beach, you know, like they, they drums, they're shark drums and they catch sharks and stuff like for that. For real? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Man. I just be I would just be mad going to heaven if I'm if I'm like, <laughs> and this is how I went out. Hang on. You're getting ahead of yourself there. <laughs> I really just that's gonna happen got <laughs> bit by a shark, like, damn. What a way to that's go. That's a Steve Irwin thing. <laughs> He's been wrestling crocodiles his whole life. He got stung by a stingray. Like, so what wait, so, okay, so what was it what were you scared of when you got here? Was it snakes, spiders, and sharks? Um I want to see a kangaroo. I ain't seen a kangaroo yet. Seen a kangaroo yet? Nah, like I I know I've seen a kangaroo like at the zoo. Right. But I want to just like be driving somewhere and just be like, oh shit, there go a kangaroo. Oh, there goes one right across, <laughs> right across the highway. Yeah, like it's <laughs> just right bouncing off and just waving the brakes on. They're the wildest things when you. I was driving once. I was driving back from Adelaide to Sydney, and uh, it was like it was one of those seasons where kangaroos were everywhere, right? And it's like they come out from the side at night. They're really bad at night. Because they, number one, they when it's getting colder, they lay on the road. Because oh. it's warmer, right? So they tend to sort of get near the road. And then oh. but they bounce out. They come straight in perpendicular to the car because they're running at the light or bouncing at the lights. And then they sort of spear away. It's oh. completely, it's, it's wild, yeah. So you just kind of well, you sort of you start doing that, and you you didn't get in trouble. You just, just hold your line, straight. just go yeah. straight. The car Good loses the collision though most times. Like some yeah. big fellas jumping across the road. Yeah, no, it's that's bad. good advice. And have you found driving on the right side of the road? Or the Man, that was the, weird. The correct side of the road. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I got in the car, I was on the <laughs> I was on the wrong side of the road. People was honking at me. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, sorry, uh, I ain't from here. <laughs> oh, I think I, I did I give you that advice. I I give most people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Be careful in when you. It's easy when you're in heavy traffic because you mm -hmm. follow. So those situations at night or something when there's no cars around, that's when you go haywire. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. No, I've I like it though. It's like a little. I don't know. At first, I was like, "Ooh, this is cool little switch up." Would you rather go to heaven eaten by a shark or? Driving on the left side of the road. 
That's a dumb question. Yeah, no. <laughs> Probably driving on the left side of the road. That's more respectable? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's an honest mistake. Uh, yeah, it's like, damn. Aw, <laughs> oh, but hang on. It's like pretty rare to get eaten by a shark. Yeah. That's a spectacular way to go out. That is true. I would be a legend. Yeah, that's yeah, right. I'd be a legend. Yeah. be a legend with like yeah. what is <laughs> half your torso. It'd be like a Halloween outfit. Yeah. <laughs> and makeup is crazy. How do you do it? Yeah. And so, mate, um, so Kings, basketball, NBL, how are you feeling about it all? What's the, what's your take on it so far? Um, It's cool, man. Um, I think the, uh, I think the league and what they're doing is pretty dope. Um, I think, um, there's definitely, there's definitely a lot of talent, more talent than I thought. Um, and guys play hard here. I respect that guys are, you know, fighting for their lives, you know, playing intense every game. And it's just, it kind of reminds me of the big 10 a little bit. Like it's 10 teams. Everybody knows each other. Everybody is tired of hearing about each other. Everybody knows what everybody wants to do, but it's just like, you know, it's just like, you know, who's going to be better that night and who's going to, you know, pay attention to the details. So um, I've, I've liked this so far, um, you know what I'm saying, and kind of, you know, I like our team and, and what we got going on, you know, coaching staffs and everything like that. So I've been pretty impressed with everything. Um, just got to kind of just figure things out. So if you're talking to a buddy and, you know, another guy that's thinking about going on the road here, What's what's your sort of advice? What do you what do you what's your take right now? Man, what would you be saying to another American that's thinking about coming out and playing out here? Um I'd probably just say uh just just make the most of it. Um really just don't have no expectations. Mm. Kind of just just let things flow freely. Um, you know, cuz I feel like when if you have come over here with expectations or you expect certain things like it's not going to go as planned, you know what I'm saying? So just come here and just Soak it all in and just make the most of each moment. There are a bunch of murderers here, mate. There's Aussies just waiting to club to death any American that comes here. You know oh, yeah. It's like it's a, it's a, it's, it's a serious thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I know I know that because, you know, not to toot our own, but, you know, you guys won back-to-back back to back championships and, you know, we're the Sydney Kings and, you know, we've accomplished a lot as an organization, so – um, you know, you feel that when we play, you know what I'm saying? Every time we got on the court and I'd be forgetting sometimes, you know, I'm just like, like teams are like, they got extra boosted juice or like they're doing things that I don't see on film and stuff like that. Or like when you watch, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I, but I get it though. Cause that's how Michigan state was, you know, cause we're a top five school in the country, you know, every yeah. year. So when people used to play Michigan state, yeah. you know, they would have the game of their life or whatever. So you just gotta, you know, match that intensity and you'll figure yeah. it out. Sure. So did you NCAA tournament? You went there a couple of times? Yeah, yeah. We went every year. Every year? Yeah. Um, How deep did you go? My junior year, we went to the Final Four, and I don't want to talk about my senior year. Right, okay. Yeah. We won't do that. We'll yeah. edit that it's out. It's unfortunate. <laughs> you did say four years. Like you, you were a guy that probably could have jet early. What was the... What was going, you know, what was going on? Was there to opportunities to get out? Was it you had to graduate? Mom and dad were making you graduate? No, my third year, like I had, so we made it to the final four my third year, and I had a pretty good year, and like I was on the draft boards, but like it wasn't a for sure thing that I was going to get drafted. Like it was like if you come out, you'll maybe get in the first round or like maybe second round. Like it was just, it was like 50-50. So I was like, I was like, eh, like, 
I had some buddies that I came in with, and my friend ended up transferring in. And I just kind of was like, we got a good team next year. And if I, you know, work hard and, and do what I'm supposed to do, I could kind of stamp my name to, you know, be on those draft boards instead of just being a maybe guy. And I, I was kind of, I kind of trusted the process. I feel bad for kids now because it's like, you know, you see a lot of one and dones and a lot of two and dones, and everybody has their own journey. And I feel like you just got to respect it. Like, whatever your journey calls for, you just got to do that. You can't force it. So I feel like if I would have went out my junior year, I would have been forcing it. And then ended up staying, and then I had a great year, and then ended up, you know, being but the a lot tournament didn't go so great. No. We got upset. <laughs> we were the 15th seed. I got upset by Middle Tennessee State. <laughs> <laughs> How'd that go? Oh, man. It's crazy, too. It was famous. It was uh, people, yeah. You you still feel it. Look at you. You still feel it. Oh, man. You couldn't tell me. You couldn't tell me in my lifetime I was not going to be a national champion. Right. Uh, It's just so, like, so we had had a great year. We just came off the Big Ten championship, and um, we were supposed to be at number one seed, you know, that. But they ended up giving us a two seed, whatever. That's damn seeding. Uh, yeah. Genius. What's Who the ones? Who the? Oklahoma, Oregon, Villanova, and um, the other team I can't think of right now. What year is this? This was 2016. Who who is ended up winning? UConn? That was Villanova. Villanova's Chris Jenkins hit that. Yeah, Chris Jenkins hit that shot. Yeah. So we had the That's sweet a good ending. Yeah, no, it was a crazy ending. <laughs> We had the the Sweet Sixteen and the Elite Eight that year was in Chicago, so like, the the first round was in the was was in St. Louis, and all our fans were like, "Yeah, we'll just see y'all in Chicago." Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know and what I'm saying? Like, like, yeah, that, y'all y'all gonna breeze through the first two rounds, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, all right. So next thing you know, we go to we go to St. Louis. Man, we had literally like that gym was probably like I don't know if it was big as the Kudos, but it was probably like. Fifteen to 20,000 people in there. We had, like, one little row of Michigan State fans. It was probably, like, 1,000, 2,000 people. Everybody else was against us. Like, oh, it was crazy. Like, and then next thing you know, you you play in the tournament. Like, they always want the underdog to win. Yeah. And then once they get going, the whole crowd is cheering them on. Everybody's booing us. So it was just like a, damn, one of those moments. Like, damn. Sounds like Cairns the other night. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, damn. So you blew up everyone's bracket. Mm-hmm. After we lost, like I had a like I had a bunch of stuff to do for like the NCAA tournament and stuff, and everywhere I went, people would be like, "Damn, man, you messed up my bracket, man!" <laughs> you fucked like, your bracket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's funny, you know. Like people carry injuries, you know, emotional injuries, and uh, uh, it was a year, it was, oh, it was many many years ago. Kentucky lost a nail biter, and I forget who they lost to. And uh, who talking about? Oh, we're talking back at the 1990s, oh, okay. 2000s, you know. Anyway, a mate of mine, he's from Louisville, you know, and he he went home probably six months after the tournament and he was living in Australia at the time. And he went home and they, they he hadn't seen the tournament, the game, and they watched the VHS, you know. We're talking old school, probably a beta tape, you know. <laughs> and and anyway. Old school joint. They watched the, they watched the game replay and then – the next morning, he gets up and his father's sitting really in a really bad mood on the couch. He said, what's up? He said, I'm just thinking about that game last night. You know, six months old and they're still still grieving about it. That Damn. was That's how it goes, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, the NCAA tournament is, is, is huge in the States. So, you know, a lot of people, like, March Madness is crazy. I'm, I'm sure you I mean, know. Stop sites. Yeah. Only thing people watching. That's the only thing people watching. So it's like, you know, you got bets, mm. you know, everything. You play the whole year to get to the tournament, you know. So, yeah, for sure. The lead up is so cool with guys, like, teams winning their their conference tournaments and getting crazy bids and yeah it's just it's hectic and then like like seeing like seeing where you're gonna go and then okay you gotta go to that city and then you go there you practice in front of the fans and everything like it's good times good times for mm. sure. yeah it's a, it's something else it's not I, I think in the basketball community that we're probably talking to today uh-huh. i think it's well appreciated but mm. the the size and scale of the event and how it just launches in late march and just the, net, the the arc of the whole event is just it's unbelievable, and because the way that you know the way the sporting calendar plays itself out in the United States is really interesting. You know, you mm-hmm. you go from Super Bowl, sorry, early January you got the ten pin bowling. That's on. <laughs> that's they did, yeah, the ten the bowling. Oh. They had the bowling on for a couple of weeks, Major League Bowling, and that segues in because the number of NFL games drop because of yeah. the playoffs, and then. Then they go to Super Bowl. Then you then you arc out of that. Then it starts to ramp into college basketball mm-hmm. and the Masters, and it all pegs out. It's just like it's like a well oiled. Oh, yeah, just, no, it's it's always something going on. Yeah, always something. Guys going put on. a few good games together in that in that tournament, and they get drafted like for from, sure from nowhere to first round. It's every year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's massive a massive deal. Everyone's watching. How many busts come out of it though? Do any do any of them? The Christian Leitners of the world, or do they? I mean, if you want to, it's usually older guys. I'm thinking like uh, DiVincenzo at Villanova. Yeah, like, I was just literally about to say that DiVincenzo. Yeah. Like they're usually older guys under the brightest lights the whole year. They got it. They and stand the, up. And he's a great pro. Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know too many. Names yeah, here. I don't know too many. Now I just said it happens all the time, so I need more. <laughs> <laughs> I needed more data. Right. <laughs> Any busts? Yeah. Um, there's a few draft classes last few years that were. And uh, so we, Jalen, last week talked about a dunk in in a game a couple of years ago. Like he said, it's career highlight for him. What about you, mate? What's your What's your moment? What's the thing that you go? Okay, you know, I might have been eaten by a shark, but I'll always yeah. be remembered for this. <laughs> oh man. Um, probably. I would say my career high in the NBA, probably. Yeah. That was my probably, as far as on the court, mm. that was probably my best, like, personal. Like, I may, you may talk to my dad or, like, my brother. He may, yeah. like, have a certain example. But, like, probably having my career high in the NBA, for sure. A particular moment or is it just the body of work? No, just the, just the whole body of work. And, like, you know, you just – you know, you, you actually don't know what you have until you actually do it. You know, sometimes you're like, you know, I was questioning something, but then, you know, to see all that work, you know, you know, I put in work and then, you know, see it, see it actually, you know, become a display of something. Um, it was just like after the game, it was just like, damn, like I really just had 34 in the NBA game. And it was against uh, the Cavaliers too, like Bron, like LeBron and them. So it was like, damn. So you, know. you put 34 on LeBron? Not on LeBron personally. It's not. <laughs> he Who's pro- got you? What he he might have got two buckets though. He might have got two buckets. Was Kyrie there? Uh, no, that was the year. Um, that was the year. Was I f- it Delhi? Was it some Aussie crime? 
Delhi was there. Delhi was Maybe there. Not. It was the year Shout they went to Delhi. the finals, but I think they lost. Yeah, it was the year they went. So, mate, uh, so let's talk about the uh, other important things in life, food. How have you found Australian food? Oh, uh, food has been good. Yeah. This surprised me. Why would it surprise you? What really? Um, what did you, what you I thought y'all eat kangaroos and all types of crazy <laughs> stuff <you> over here. <laughs> I got to try a kangaroo, by the way. Is it good? Mm, yeah, it's got to be possible. cooked a certain way. Lean. It's a lean meat. A lean meat. They're actually right. pests, man, so it's good for the environment if you're eating kangaroo. Mm. Like, how often do y'all... The RSPCA is going to revoke their sponsorship. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, it's good, though, man. Um, Like... Uh, spots in Barangaro, spots in Bondi. I even found a good cook, couple spots on Uber Eats. Do you, a, do you have a go-to back home? That back home? Yeah, back home in uh, where I live in Chicago right now. It's called Doc B's. Shout out Doc B's. What type of food is that? It's like just American style. Like they got like you know burgers, like wraps, yeah. salads. Where do you land on the deep dish like pizza? Ooh, I'm not a big deep dish guy. I just like regular classic. Yeah. Yeah. Regular cut, regular crust pizza. Well, you like? Do you like deep dish? Ah, uh, look in small portions. It's a it's a Midwest thing. You know, yeah. you got to rug up for winter, right? You know, so um, yeah. So I, I get it, but uh, that's something that'd kill it'd kill a horse if you ate too many. Yeah, I don't really. You can only I'm, get one or two down the hatch before it's. Yeah, mm. I'm not a big knife and fork. Like that's a meal. It's I delicious. Just yeah, you want to fold it and put it in. Yeah, there. you feel yeah. me? Like, I feel it. Just, I feel just it. simple. Simple vibes. And mate, are you uh, are you, what do you are you a uh, White Sox guy or you're a Cubbies guy? Is anyone a White Sox guy? Uh, yeah. Barack Obama. Is. So yeah, it's South Side versus North Side. Yeah. So if you're on the South Side, you could it's be a White Tigers Sox. man rather than. A... Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Well, I'm. I, I was not really. I was not really into Michigan. Michigan like baseball. So I probably. I probably would say I'm a White Sox guy. Nah. Anything. But you go over the Cubbies for enough. Yeah, no, enough. I, yeah, like I cheer for the Cubs too because everybody likes the Cubs in Chicago. Like, it's the best. Yeah, like Cubbies are the best. Yeah, for sure. Great experience. Yeah. The, oh, you been to Wrigley? Oh yeah, many Wrigley. times. Yeah, Wrigley is yeah, sweet. Yeah. They're a client of mine when I was living over there, and so uh, they were very generous. We used to there used to be a Friday afternoon game, like late May, that was a crosstown game against the White Sox. Ooh. Always used to get for that one. Ooh. That was a good afternoon. They probably get intense too, because they were right. Yeah, yeah. Chicago's ride or die about oh, their yeah. sports. Yeah, actually, I had a pretty interesting experience. White Sox were also a client, and um, I went to their facilities once for a meeting, and saw the the client, my client in their marketing area. She's telling me they they'd won the championship. I think two years before. I think they'd come out of nowhere and won it. Who was the manager they had then? The crazy bloke that was the White the White Sox. White Sox won it. They won it with a. Uh, I should remember, but That's a crazy yeah. they had a Hispanic manager who was kind of just a bit crazy, you know. But they it was that moment. Lightning struck a pond and that magic happened and they won the World Series. Mm-hmm. Anyway, she's at a desk and this one this uh like six months after they won it and. If I come to the morning, there's a package on the desk. He opens up, it's a ring. It's a championship ring for staff. And she looks around and there's people who've been working there for like 30 years. They're crying and stuff like that. She's, she didn't really, she didn't realize the importance of it. You know, what it meant, you know, to, uh. To win a World Series? Yeah, to win a World Series for, or for the staff there. You know, people have been working there for 30 years, you know. Uh, Never thought they'd ever win a ring. And they, they, they put a ring on their desk and yeah, it was pretty cool. Mm. Good experience, yeah. Yeah, when I, my first my first year there, the Cubs actually won the World Series. Like oh, okay, they ended right. their drought, so yeah. it was going like 
and where I lived my rookie year, it was like literally like right down the street from from Wrigley. Yeah. So been riots. Bro, it was <laughs> I was like, yo, what is going on outside? I was like, oh, okay, yeah. It, it was only happens crazy. once a century, man. You gotta Was it weather was it a nice October then? Was that why yeah, nice it was, weather was good? Yeah, it was yeah, I just moved in. Really? Yeah, and they were going crazy for sure. How'd you find the United Center? Uh, United Center was was great. I I love playing in there every night. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's one of those uh, it's one of those arenas where where you know people mark on their calendars. You know, because because of Jordan and Scotty, yeah. where they played, and just all the his, history of about the United Center. So it's like one of those arenas where you go in there and like we weren't very good at the time, but it didn't matter because you were in the United Center. Like when teams would come to play, they would try to put on a show for the fans because it's gonna be packed. Yeah. You know the 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 Chicago mm. anthem is coming on, so it was it was it was it was cool playing there every night. Any of those um, '90s Bulls floating around the organization much when you were there? Yeah, actually, um, Scotty used to come, um, Horace Grant. I had uh, Randy Brown and uh, Pete Myers as a coach. They were on their team. Um, Paxson was the uh, GM. Mm. Um, Tony Kukoc used to be around, um, and then that's why it's was, it was, it was cool, you know, meeting Luke and everything, yeah. and, you know, getting because I've heard a lot, you know, about the Chicago Bulls. So hearing from each each player's perspective and then hearing from Luke's perspective, so cool. Is it? A, do you think it's a? Is it like a burden playing for the Bulls, in, in, in that sense of the expectation or the history and comparisons all the time? Yeah. I mean, the Chicago media is, is is harsh. You know what I'm saying? They they which they should be, you know, they have they had Michael Jordan and you know they had Derrick Rose and they've had a lot of good history. So they expect a certain type of level of basketball. You know, just in a certain type of level of effort and if you don't, you know, have that, you know, they get they'll get on you. <laughs> mm. So uh I wouldn't say it's a burden, but they just they hold their players, each and every player to a certain certain standard. And if you don't meet it, they're going to say something. Yeah. But that's what comes with it, though. I love it, you know, because, you know, they, they love you when, when everything is, is going good. So, and the yeah. city will, the city always, you know, will have your back. So I'd had no problems with playing in Chicago. So I'd bracket Lakers, Bulls, and Knicks as being yep. three hard franchises to play for. Philly's yeah. pretty tough. Yeah. yeah. Philly's, yeah. Philly has a. Philly, were were yeah. you the first point guard kind of after the D Rose? Mm hmm. Yeah. How was that? Uh, it was. That would have been crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, they had you know we got Rondo and and D Wade that year, so yeah. it was it you know it was kind of too shabby. No, it wasn't. But you yeah. were brought in <laughs> as that point guard yeah. incumbent, and then they kind of filled out the roster in not a super modern way, but yeah. I mean, it. it, it I I was told it's going to be a little differently, and then you know they ended up picking Rondo and D Wade, but it actually worked out because I learned a lot from them those two guys and, you know, seeing how they carry themselves and how they are professionals, you know, I learned a lot from them, so it was cool. That D-Rose thing ripped the heart out of that place, didn't it? Nah, they were mad. I guess, I guess, I didn't see it personally, but I guess people were, like, riding around, the like, by the practice city, they were throwing stuff at the building. Mm. You know, every time people, someone see, would see, like, the GMs, they would, like, be talking stuff to them in public yeah. and stuff like that. So I went yeah. to a game there, and I, I probably probably a month after he was injured, and he was in the building. He was sitting up in a suite or something, and it was like Jesus was up there. Nah, for sure. I mean, the man, the place went crazy, crazy for him. 
For mean, sure. And he was, he's busted up, you know. Mm -hmm. I was just couldn't as mad. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, yeah. That's sad, man. Yeah, it was. It was. But incredible, he's like persevered and persevered. Persevered. He's yeah. helping. Yeah, he's and he's balling out right now for Memphis too. So, who'd they trade him to? Um, I think he just ran out of his contract in New York, uh, and I think just Memphis just picked him up. No, 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 from the Bulls. Oh, they traded him for Lowry. Uh, we get we drafted Lowry that year. Chris Dunn and Zach Zach Levine. Yeah, right. Best teammate ever. Best teammate ever. Um, besides me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> present company accepted. Best teammate ever. I probably would say it's a tie between uh, Matt Costello. Um, he's playing in Spain now. Um, between him and Chris Dunn. Yeah. On what basis? Um. Matt was just one of those guys, like, he just played hard. He brought positive energy, and he was just, like, down for whatever. He never complained. Like, he would always, like, whenever I was having a good night, he would, you know, bring me down. And then when I was having a bad night, he would always, you know, pick me up and make me feel feel better about myself. And he was uh, he was the same every day. I could always count on him being the same every day, and, and uh, he brought good energy. And then Chris... Chris, uh, he was just good because, you know, we got each other in, and for three years we were, um, we were, uh, that was my buddy that sat, sat next to me on the plane, and we just, you know, just, we were going through a lot at the time, you know, just with the organization and, and playing and everything, just kind of feeling ourselves out as, as pros. And, um, and then, you know, I had my best professional year, and he had his best professional year. You know, during during the same time, so we just got a lot of good, a lot of good things. Good feelings. Yeah, good feelings. And no regrets about being a basketballer. Like, you know, you ever look at go, what else would there have been for you? Or nah, it was either it was either basketball or nothing. You know, from like eight years old, I knew I w I knew I wanted to be a professional basketball player. Um, so what you do your degree in? Uh, communications. Okay. Yeah, and that's that's. That's in the pocket for later. Yeah, that's in the pocket for later. He knows how the studio equipment works. It's yeah, right. you know what I'm saying? I want to do, like, broadcasting and stuff, like, when I get done, though. Yeah. Not coaching? Rather do media stuff? Um, I, not not now. I don't feel like I'd be a coach. I feel like I'd rather do try you that. You want to be a pundit, or do you want to call games? Um, I want to, yeah, like, I want to, I don't want to be the, like, play-to-play -play guy, but I want to be the, the guy that's kind of just. Yeah. Color guy. Yeah. Oh. Stephen A. Smith of. Mate, no. Uh, no, no, that's probably be a little level. Yeah, more, more like level, um, right? more like Grant Hill, like what he does okay. for CBS, or like yeah. Jim, or Jim Jackson. You know what they do? Just kind of come in, do my thing, and because this, I mean, it's I'm talking about stuff that I know, and that's pretty much it. You know. Have you done it before? Have simple. you done any? Yeah, I've, I the Big Ten Network. Um, did, I did some work with them a couple of years ago. Um, but not no actually live game, but I've done like some stuff with the Big Ten Network. See, if we were based in Melbourne, mm -hmm. you'd get a gig on one of the games where they broadcast from the from the uh, the, the studio type of thing. Mm. But it seems to be the domain of Melbourne-based players only. I think so. It's a bit of a shame, but nah. um, and we don't do trades. Nah, I'm, I'm good where I'm at. <laughs> I'm good where I'm at. Well, that's good, man. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. Now, mate, you're multi-talented. In many respects, but particularly around music, mm -hmm. what's going on there with that? What's, is this is this the is this the next thing for you, or is this your thing now? Uh, yeah, it's my thing now. It's kind of just it's like a good outlet. 
to kind of get my mind off basketball and just kind of get my my creative creative side working a little bit. Um, like, I probably say like other than basketball, like stu like being in the studio is is one of the main things that like when I do it, I'm like fully present. Like, right. I'm not thinking about nothing else. I'm just there, trying to figure out how to how to do the how to do the song like the best I can, and then I'm really just enjoying that moment. So that's why I like being in there. You know, I'm a bit of a lyricist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got some. I've got some rhymes I could. I could not not today. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I've got a couple of. Who's your favorite artist, man? Like, uh, like well, that's you, a good question. You, Steely Dan. Look, I'm. You know, I don't know. Look, I don't know. What's my favorite artist? I'm a bit of a mood mood thing. You know, like. I heard, I was listening to a pod the other day. It was, I think it was This American Life or something like that. And they had a story on a, a Cuban musician that I'd never heard of. And so that's the great thing now. You get a name and you go straight to Spotify. Mm, yeah. You pull up this, you know, talk about bodies of work. Yeah. So I've been working through that at the moment, like just listening to that sort of stuff. And But there's driving music and then there's sleeping music. There's no one on the tip of your tongue when for your favourite artist? Oh, Look, you can't you can't go past those cold chisel, man. Oh. If you're gonna have a if you're gonna call it out, you know, play it on an island. That's your last song. May as well. We that's uh that's a band that didn't breach. Was was it anywhere beyond Australia? Cold chisel. Oh, I thought you said Coach Izzo. No, no, <laughs> Coach no, no. Izzo. It's like when he started doing music, no, he spits no, no. bars. <laughs> but I know it's uh yeah I like it I like it all I like the whole genre you know but I'm not a I don't sort of live in one artist's house you know I like I'm. I sleep around a little bit, you know, on that one, you know. Yeah, Respect. yeah. You you give me that vibe. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you give me that Appreciate vibe. You just, I feel like you just sleep very nah, not no. sleep around. <laughs> <laughs> just like accepting and kind of just, yeah, kind of just willing to take shot. on new things. So and when stuff I like, like so I got your track, I like. I really like Ocean. I really like it. I mm -hmm. really, it's got a good feel. You know, I can listen to that. It's good. You know. Who's, I appreciate it. who's your favorite? I appreciate it. Who's the North Drake. Star? Maybe who's what artist is? Drake is the number Drake. one for sure, by far. I mean, you could. I I I was just to him the other day. I just had Drake on, on shuffle. He got all different types of vibes: rap vibes, R and B vibes, Caribbean vibes. Like he even got the, the Europe house music vibes. Like anything. That's the Drake I can dabble in. The the, the Euro yeah. house music. Yeah, the passion fruit. And yeah. Yep. Yep. And have you hooked up any Aussie musicians here? Have you spent any time in studio here in Sydney? Uh, I just just went to the studio like last week. Um, actually, DJ Ziggy hooked me up. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, with the with the engineer, and he's he's pretty good. So I'm taking I've, over his decks in a couple of weeks. I'm gonna oh, come okay. and, I'm gonna run him for the game. Yeah, and, and, uh, he's rubbish. Get rid of him. <laughs> he's rubbish. <laughs> rubbish is trash. No, nah, he's awesome. He's <laughs> awesome. Why won't I do that? So when you go into a studio, what do you do? Do you you have something in your mind and you just sort of try to express it or it just depends like like sometimes i may be feeling some type of way like when i'm just chilling and i may just pull up a beat and i'll just start writing to it All right um but like lately i've been just i just been going to the studio and just like like you said just whatever comes to my mind i'll just whatever type of vibe i'm feeling i'll just go to, go towards that beat and then words will just start coming All right and then next thing you know I just get in there and do my thing. Can can you do a track called Lots of Three Pointers, please? Yeah. And feel that. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of three pointers. For <laughs> sure. Pointers. I actually Wrong plan on something. I actually plan on and I don't know if I'm gonna do this for sure. <laughs> I can't promise it, but I wanna drop a Australian like 
EP. Really? Yeah, like a four or five. That song. feels like some Euro, some beach music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just something, just something different while I'm over here. What, what are you gonna call it? I don't know. Put King Gong. King, King Gong. <laughs> hey, that's taken, mate. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's trademark. That's gonna cost you. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> well, it'll be it'll be a big hit in Wollongong if it's called King Gong. I can tell you right now, you'll sell five albums down there for sure. Ah. Okay. Like you'll have to hand them out yourself at McDonald's. Oh. <laughs> but how do you do? You make money? Like, how do you? You know, I, I know it's not about that in mm-hmm. a sense, but so how do you monetize? Because you don't sell records anymore, right? Yeah. So you just put it out on Spotify or something like that? Yeah, I just put out put it out on Apple Music and, and Spotify or whatever, and I have, like, a music manager, and we have a little okay. bit of money that comes in, but it's it's nothing crazy. Like you said, it's just more to just kind of express myself and just get my, I don't know, just get my opinion or thoughts out there. Do you perform? Do you go live? No, nah, actually, I want, I want to do that yeah, that's, someday. That's that's. That's like stand-up comedians. You do it in front of a mirror, man. You got to yeah. get up in front of it. No, I, for sure. And I be I be on my um little little artist thingy, and I be seeing it's like people from like all over the country be listening to my music, and even like in other countries, it's crazy. Yeah. Like, is it just Denzel Valentine? Is that how people find you? Yeah. Easy as that. Yeah. It's an easy segue into a bit of a, a starting five gimmick that we do here. Mm-hmm. I don't want your top five. I know I know Drake's top of the mountain. I don't want your top five hip hop artists, but I need you to build out a, a a starting five basketball team with just hip hop artists. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I <laughs> see what you're saying. But it's not based on their Drake? basketball ability. No, no, just just oh yeah, based on their basketball ability. <laughs> J Cole, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> he went pro, bro. Yeah, no, no, LeBron's done a track or two. You <laughs> you pull him into your starting five? Yeah, Lonzo Ball. No, I want to hear your point guard who's running the show, who's feeding the fam, who's, you know, taking care of that. No, uh, maybe not DJ Khaled. That's springing to mind. We can keep it moving from there. But um, I mean, Drake is probably, will probably be my, like, Steph, my Steph Curry. He's going to get all the buckets and we give him the ball during crunch time for so sure. You're playing, you're playing him at the point, not yeah. a shooting guard or anything? Yeah, I'm playing him at the point. Um, but he can do anything. You can do any yeah, genre. Okay. I would call that a center, but that's mm. you can oh, do shut anything. Up. <laughs> Jokic. Yo. Oh, some Jokic vibes. Jokic. DJ Jokic. <laughs> um I probably would put uh the future um as my shooting guard. Knockdown? Yeah, 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 he's gonna knock it down. He's gonna deliver every time. I'm so groovy. Yep. That's a banger. Bro. I'm so groovy. Yes. Don't, say, don't say the words. <laughs> Uh, who's gonna do the dirty work? Who's my? Who's is that my a three pilot? or is that four? Yeah, yeah versatile, no. bit of everything. Who's gonna do? Uh, I'll put Meek Mill right there. Mm. Hmm. How's he doing? Uh, him and Rick Ross are about to drop a tape called Kobe and Shaq. Actually, yeah, right. I yeah. actually heard that. Yeah. I don't get a lot of hip hop news through my feed, but I did yeah. know that that was coming. Yeah. Yep. Dang, who I'm having uh probably Lil Wayne would probably be my small forward. You know, just like he just there when you need him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's three and D, but you don't yeah, need much more. Yeah, three and D. And then he might have a crazy game every once in a while. Yeah, wow, you top you know score Lil Wayne. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, who am I putting at the center? Um, I'll probably put Young Thug at, at my at my center. He just kinda just connects the Guy. Yeah, he's just the glue guy. Respect. 
That's a strong start five. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. I and where like are you, mate? You coming off the bench? Oh yeah, I'm. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm coming off the bench. I'm go. coming off the bench. I'll probably be like ninth man off the bench. Be like a walk on. <laughs> I'll be happy to be there. <laughs> I'll be happy to be there, and then I'll, I might be thrown in the game one time and just go crazy. <laughs> you never know. You never know. By accident. Yeah, uh, it's good. Well, mate, we appreciate you coming in. Um, it's been a bit of a journey. We've got a long way to go. Maybe we'll get you back later in the year. We'll cover off a little bit more on the music front. Mm-hmm. Work out why you're doing your first live performances now. Yeah. Hoops Capital Music is a thing. Okay. And we've got some shows coming up, I think. So you never know. We might swing in. It could be a big hit. You know? Hey. You never know. Yeah. You know, it's giving me my first opportunity. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> we appreciate it, mate. Good on you. And so Thanks, thank Zell. you to you. Jordy, thank you to you. Great thank work, you to Thanks for having me. Harvey Norman and Road. Powered by Road. Powered as by always. Road, baby. We love that. Uh, I was talking to Bogues this week. He's filthy, absolutely filthy. And our podcast has got, got a sponsor. Oh, That's right. got sponsors. Oh, really? He does a podcast, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. It's it's rubbish. We, it's yeah, rubbish, we're not. Actually. Are we shouting out other podcasts? I don't yeah, like yeah. to do that, but I will give a shout out to Rogue. He Bogues. said it's rubbish. <laughs> I think that's so funny. I love that word. I picked up on rubbish, uh, Keen, and uh, what's what heaps? Heaps. I heaps. Love, yeah, I love those. Heaps. Those are my favorite. And you can Australian be heaps words. Keen as well if you want, or heaps, heaps rubbish. Keen. He's so rubbish. You can't be rubbish crazy. keen or keen rubbish. Can't be. Well, I'm heaps keen on rogue bogues. <laughs> <laughs> so nice so bogues is rubbish. filthy. So, you know, you got sponsors. I haven't got any sponsors yet. And I said, well, mate, you know, it's, we, we run a big ship here, mate. It's a big show. It's heaps <laughs> None of your goofy stuff you do up in Queensland, mate. This is proper stuff. But uh, no, I appreciate it. And um, Zell, good luck this week, mate. Big one oh, coming up. You. We got a big run coming up. We got two yeah. games this weekend. We got all, the sure. gong. We're going down the gong uh, mm-hmm. on Friday night and then... Grand finals rematch. Grand final rematch, game eight. It'll be game six. Game six of, the, of uh, our friends in New Zealand coming over. Mm-hmm. That'll be a different experience for you. There's something else. And they, uh, they'll, uh, the, you'll know that they're around. Don't worry about that. In fact, uh, I'm sure the Hawks are going to be front and centre for a bit of action as well. Yeah. No, I'm very excited for this weekend. Can't wait. Can't All wait. Right. Let's go get it. Thanks, everyone. Good on you. Thanks. See you, mate. Bye. Bye.